0: can help your engine run better and last longer. You simply pour a can into your gas tank. Hunters and anglers rely on Seafoam to keep their engines running the way it should the entire season. So pick up a can of Seafoam today at your local auto parts store or visit SeafoamWorks.com
1: to learn more. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy Welcome to Wired to Hunts Rut Fresh Radio, bringing you the latest reports from the Whitetail Woods, presented by First Light, creating proven versatile hunting apparel for the stand, saddle or blind. First Light, go farther, stay longer. And now, your hosts, KC Smith and Tyler Jones.
3: Welcome to Rut Fresh Radio. I'm your host KC Smith and guess what the Rut is raging around the country. There are deer doing all kinds of deery things. However, the weather is not cooperating. Will it affect the rut? Let's see, this is Rut Fresh, let's go. What is happening to all you woods people? Mm. This is Rough Fresh Radio. Bienvenidos. Brought to you by First Light Gear. And I've been wearing the tar out of First Light Gear because it's been cold. And it's been hot. And it's been everything in between. I've got about 17 pieces in my backpack right now. <laughs> uh, and that's uh, good. Makes my backpack nice and full. And uh, you need that when you're hunting on the ground, you know. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like it's like your uh, seat pad, pretty yeah. much. It's uh, 76 degrees in here, and you have on your first light puffy right now. Is it really 76? <laughs> I feel like it is. I don't know. It's not, it's kind of it's kind of warm. I, whenever you're talking to me on the phone today, Mysel's in his merino. Well, Mysel, that's all he wore. That's what all he brought up that?
4: here. What piece is that? Furnace. He He's wearing furnace, the furnace um, furnace hoodie. That thing looks hot,
3: yeah. dude. Listen, he was wearing it today when I was talking to you on the phone. And I stripped down to nothing but my merino briefs because it was so hot. You there. are both wearing merinos. That's right. Look at y'all. That's right, out there, in the merino boys together
4: wearing <laughs> merinos. Merino
3: banditos <laughs> up in here. That's us. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> we've got some rut fresh interviews today. I don't know if y'all know this, but it's the month of November, and it's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, so these are the big times, the good stuff to listen to. We got some crazy stuff to talk about. Here in a bit, but I believe that there's a good number of you sitting there, Mm -hmm. sad, Mm -hmm. quiet, Mm -hmm. alone, Mm -hmm. just crying in your pillow because it's after November 10th Mm -hmm. and the rut's over Mm. for the rest of your life. Mm. Is that the right, Tyler? Is that right, Tyler? No. Oh my gosh, it's not. No,
4: No. listen, y'all, the rut is raging right now. It's raging. You know what else? I'm going to give you a little bit of optimism here. I need it. Once, I'm serious. Once... I was talking to Greg about this this morning. Once the does... Once the bucks have made their rounds to all the family doe groups and a lot of the does become bred, the bucks get more active Mm -hmm. even, or at least they're more visible, right? Mm -hmm. So, in other words... This buck is still full of testosterone. He's still mad at the world. He still thinks he's got breeding rights to everything that walks right now. Mm-hmm. And he also knows that there are a bunch of does that are not in heat anymore or whatever. Not They've already been bred. And so he has to make these rounds longer and longer and longer to find the doe, last does that aren't bred. And then eventually, in my opinion, there's what a lot of people call the second rut, which happens when a lot of times when... You know, depending on uh, buck-dough ratios, um, if there wasn't something that was bred, you know, a month later, then it'll come back in. Or for the six-month-old deer that are kind of just becoming mature enough to do the thing, right? Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of hope involved right now. In fact, I think a lot of guys would agree, but for me, in the Midwest, the Thanksgiving area has always been a really good time for for me in a, in my opinion I actually when I jack I shot that deer in 2015 and he was following a big mature doe on December 2nd mm-hmm. so there's there's great things that I and mean that that's a that was a Kansas deer y'all I mean those these are deer that behave like the quote unquote, Midwest deer that everybody thinks November seventh is the last day they do anything, mm-hmm. right? Yep. So
3: have hope, have hope. That's it, right. It will, it can happen. I've talked to many killers actually, not just Tyler, who uh, say that they like the teens in November the best I for love killing the teens. And, like big mature deer. I'm not. I, I don't personally have the experience of that to 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 confirm or deny, uh, but I can see where it, they out there. Yeah, and you go find them. And it works. Yeah. One of the things, honestly, that, at least in our neck of the woods, um, that you could have going for you is that the cover gets um, more sparse and uh-huh. the deer are in the open because you have frost. So a yep. lot of the country gets the first frost between October 28th and November 7th, and that's going to cause leaves to fall. It's going to cause the grass to turn brown and die and fall over. And, it and like, things can look a lot different from Halloween to you know november 10th and you can find visible deer yep so get out there get your glass out if you hadn't you know Mm -hmm. there's a lot of guys that kill big dogs that way oh chancy walters we you know friend of the program chancy walters yeah he kills big deer that way just putting eyes on them which program the element yeah okay Uh, yeah 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 for sure (laughs) (laughs) by the way check out the Element podcast if you hadn't that's our main show We talk all about hunting tactics, stories from our hunts, and uh, we laugh a whole, whole lot. So uh, if you like to be a part of Fun Things, check that out. (laughs) But today, we're going to have some fun as well because, man... I was responsible this week. Tyler has Look held it you. down. No, I don't mean I'm responsible. I mean this, just this week. Oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, no, I like uh, you, man. Tyler's held it down all year while I've been on these hunts, and now we're kind of swapping roles a little bit. He has some really cool hunts that he's been going on. So I was the guy who uh, gathered guests this week. <clears throat> and it just so happens I got a lot of dudes on here that sound kind of like me. Who are they? Uh, <laughs> well, I have a relative, Isaac Smith. He didn't mm-hmm. sound like me, but he—he he, we're relatives. so oh, sure. Uh, yeah. He's up there hunting in Michigan. Uh, had some success up there. We have Patrick Paysinger.
4: Isaac's been successful in Michigan, huh? Yeah. All yeah, right. Yeah, Good I deal.
3: Mean, it, it, apparently, it's going down in Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Well... There you go. That's it. Killing them in Texas,
4: killing them in Michigan. Don't matter where it's at. We had some big
3: numbers this week, guys, by the way. So just wait. Some big numbers when it comes to predictions. Uh, Patrick Paysinger from Dead End Game Calls. He is in Kansas right now hunting a giant. Mm. Yeah. Brennan Rhodes. My high school best friend, one of my best friends in my life, has been in old Mexico hunting deer down there. Got an interesting report from some giants that went down in Mexico. And then we've got the real Pitts, Michael Pitts from Real Tree Road Trips, the real one. Yeah, he's the real one, the real deal. Who's Pitts. the fake one? Uh, Brian Bostick. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and <laughs> Pitts has been hunting in Georgia. And uh, it's going down in Georgia right now, apparently, too. And Pitts is going to give us a lowdown on all that low country stuff. Apparently, it's going down in Georgia right now as well, man. I mean, it's mid-November, right? The reports are going to be good, guys. Don't expect anything terrible, right? But there are some intricate details that just might help you kill the big bucks. So let's get to these interviews. I have got my buddy Isaac Smith. He has been hunting up in Michigan, chasing the bucks around with some success. Isaac, what's going on? Hey, how's it going, man? Oh, it's going pretty good, just trying to get some work done while I'm in the middle of a hunt and dealing with, you know, hot temps and all that. Well, how's it looking up there?
5: Um, It's been pretty, pretty good. Yeah? Um, yeah, a lot of active bucks in Michigan, that's for sure. That's cool. Man, Sorry. I heard all the Cold bucks points. got killed
3: in Michigan. That's what people say, like a 1.5 is a mature buck there, right?
5: You know, it seems to be the trend, um, until this time of year and then they just start showing up, you know? So yeah, that's uh, cool, man. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been fortunate. I actually just moved to Michigan about two months ago. So it's my first full season here. Um, so it's all new to me, but you know, yeah, I was able to get a nice buck down and then I've, I've seen multiple other really nice, uh, nine, 10 point type bucks with good frames and yeah what are so those deer doing i, I kind of they... don't know what the what all the the attitude about michigan's about honestly because <laughs> i'm seeing great bucks here <laughs>
3: yeah man i mean there's been some big ones killed there for sure i think it's just a lot of hunters which uh translates to a lot of pressure but there's a lot of deer so everybody gets to have fun right
5: yep that's for sure
3: <laughs> what are those deer doing that you're seeing uh coming again? Like the deer that you're, that you had success with and the other bucks that you've seen around, what are they doing? Are they, are they doing a bed to feed thing still? Are they scraping? Are they chasing does?
5: Yeah, they, they're scraping. They seem to be cruising. I have not seen a single buck chasing all, yeah. all fall. So, um, that seems a little weird to me. I feel like in, you know, previous years, primarily being in my home base of Wisconsin, you know, there'd be a lot of chasing by now, but um and I was in Wisconsin last week too and I did not see any chasing there either. But mm-hmm. it was it was weird, but yeah, a lot of bucks moving in the morning. Um and it's it's kinda of been like really warm midday mm-hmm. uh around south central Wisconsin and Michigan. So I don't know. Um mostly morning activity. You think
3: that's directly related to temperature
5: i don't know i i heard that the acorn crop has been just like off the charts and it's keeping deer more local mm-hmm. i don't i don't know uh, if that's something you've been hearing as well but
3: around the country it seems to be the case i mean it is in east yeah. texas i just talked to uh michael pitts in, in georgia he, he said the same thing so it seems yeah. as if that's that's what's going on
5: that's pretty interesting i would have thought that just it being the rut would kind of overrule all other factors, whether mm-hmm. it's warm or cold or acorns or not or whatever. But um, it's definitely, in my experience, the last couple of weeks seemed to be um, the least ruddy rut like that I've experienced. Hmm. That's weird, man.
3: Well, yeah. do you think that the just consistency that's on the weather charts right now is going to help or hurt that?
5: Um. I don't know. I've just, uh, I've been wrong this whole season so far. So <laughs> I'm not sure what to expect, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's on these colder mornings, like this morning, my son and I were out we, we had a couple, a couple good bucks come through and then it just kind of shut off, um, you know, by 10 o'clock or so.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And that's just when the temperatures kind of spikes and Mm-hmm. and we just kind of get bored so are y'all hunting uh,
3: like deep in cover or are you doing the field edge thing
5: um it's a mix of both i got this property in michigan that borders a golf course so i can see them out on the golf course yeah <laughs> you know but then we're back in the cover so mm-hmm. they kind of you know head back in, in these uh cut trails and stuff yeah to,
3: so it's a, cruise,
5: but you can see them coming before they hit the timber, so that's kind of fun. Yeah, that is cool. Uh, yeah, it's been fun, but mm-hmm. um, no, not not really doing the field edge thing. Uh, not so much. Yeah. So if you were to
3: look ahead uh, for the next uh-huh. week and to rate the next week on a scale of one to ten for buck movement, what would you call it?
5: I'd say in Michigan, that'd be like a. oh that's pretty good yeah i mean i've had like a a, a good shooters come through every sit for the last week and it's kind of it kind of seems to be just the frequency is kind of going up um and i've got i've got one buck tag left um here in michigan so i'm i'm kind of saving it for a, a special one but um, but the, the opportunities for sure, there, like, uh, they seem to be cruising hard. Yeah. Uh, but again, just like that, I don't know. I, I don't see him dogging does like, mm-hmm. um, so, well, who knows, I know, man, I don't could, know what to think about
3: that. You know, like it, it is November and you gave it an eight. So they're listening and they're going to cooperate, I think. So I think that yeah. this is your week, man. You're going to fill that last buck tag on a giant.
5: I hope so. Firearms opens tomorrow, so that's a wild card. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm going to just keep it up and and try to make it happen. That's right. Ride the roller coaster, man. I appreciate the report.
3: You bet. On the phone, I have got my buddy Patrick Paysinger from Dead End Game Calls. I used to call him Big Pat, but he's kind of medium Pat these days. You've been slimming up,
6: Patrick yes i have i gotta <laughs> keep up with those kiddos
3: <laughs> i guarantee you man and keep up chasing them deer you're up in kansas right now actually we are sharing a state at the moment we're both in kansas and uh, trying to find some big whitetail bucks you put any eyes on any
6: yes sir i am uh seeing a lot um riding around uh been just doing some road scouting in the mornings and seeing them on their
2: feet
3: yeah i guarantee you man it's like I don't know, different parts of the country, the rut looks different. And in Kansas, this later, I don't know if you call it later, but, you know, at least kind of middle of the rut seems to really get them deer out running around. Is that what you're seeing?
6: Yeah, that's exactly what I see. It seems like the week leading into Thanksgiving is always the best in Kansas, at least the part southeastern Kansas where I'm at. Mm -hmm. Uh, The bigger boys get up, the closer you get to Thanksgiving.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah man and that's that's exciting too because uh you know sometimes people look at like once the first 10 days of november is over it's like over it's like no nah, man there's a lot of good stuff going on right now that's right yeah yeah so what are the deer really doing are they targeting doe bedding areas are they heading to food or like what are you seeing bucks doing right now
6: um what i'm seeing is a, a mixture of i'm seeing some single mature bucks out with those out in the middle of uh the pastures and uh, the sage, and then I'm just seeing lone cruisers uh, cruise these ditches and fence rows uh, looking for those.
3: Mm-hmm. Are you seeing so big just, mature bucks doing that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
6: Yep. Uh, uh, it seems like the transition right now from young, immature bucks to mature bucks getting on their feet mm-hmm. this week
3: yeah so is that you think that's is that weather related is it dates or what what makes that happen
6: i think it's dates Mm -hmm. i think it would be even better if it was a little bit cooler
3: Mm -hmm. yeah we're looking at a pretty pretty uh i I wouldn't call it bleak outlook but it's just a very monotonous weather pattern that we're in you know for the foreseeable future we're looking at similar uh dates which i guess could be good right i mean if you got a pattern they're going to hold to it
6: yeah yeah it is very stagnant weather um it it's actually working really good because I'm targeting a specific big mature buck and he is not on a doe. He's going from bedding to feed. And uh, so it's better for me trying to hunt one single buck of not having him chasing and, and on a doe right now.
3: Mm -hmm. How are you getting the intel about this buck?
6: Uh, Trail cameras.
3: Yeah. So you're running cameras, running cell cameras and getting pictures. You haven't go check cards or, or what do you do with that?
6: No, I'm running a Browning cell phone camera. Yeah, and it's it's just outside the bedding. They're uh, they're coming from bedding, uh, hitting some grain, and then he's actually hitting a pond, going out to the big bean field, and and where he's hitting this, it's been right after shooting, and this this morning he actually hit it going back into bedding right at shooting time. So I know he's bedding close, and I'm fixing to hit the woods and go after him.
3: Oh, today you're gonna go kill this deer today, huh?
6: I hope the wind <laughs> is right and I know he's bedded close. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going in this afternoon after him.
3: On one of those sets like that, are you trying to do pre hung sets or you do you already have, or you got your gear, you're going to go in and just kind of do run and gun type deal or what are you doing?
6: Um, typically here I do run and gun and use the cruiser saddle. Mm-hmm. Um, but here with limited trees, um we do have
3: a pre-hung set right there yeah yeah man i mean it's it's being able to run a gun's good but having that pre-hung pre-hung set is a real quiet easy way to get in the tree and be pretty comfortable too exactly yeah so what do you think the deer are going to be doing i mean i know you're going to tag out tonight so you don't really have to know too much <laughs> right but if you were going to say you know to, for people out there who are thinking about maybe you know hitting the road and heading over they're kind of looking at that weather outlook and kind of like, i don't know what do you think the deer are going to be doing over the next week
6: I think starting Friday or Saturday here in the southeast, it's going to go up. It's mm-hmm. going to go up because I'm seeing it get down into the 50s as a high mm. north wind. Uh, so I think about Friday or Saturday, we're going to see it kick even up.
3: Ooh, man, that gets me excited, too. I, I have a, a tag just burning a hole in my pocket because kind of like you, you know, I, I'm itching. So that's exciting stuff, dude. I can't wait to get out there and get after them with you. Um, if you had to give it a, a rating on a scale of 1 to 10 for the next week for buck movement, what would you call it?
6: I'd say it's going to go from a 6 to an 8.
3: Woo, eights are good, dude. I like big eights, especially. You know, that's I, right. I'll take that's you with him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, awesome, Patrick. That's great info, dude. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate your friendship, man. I hope you kill a giant tonight.
6: Yes, sir. Sounds good, brother. And I hope you do too.
1: Now, a lot of you guys are familiar with the old hunting tradition The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash meat-eater. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash meat-eater. There's nothing like snook hook sets at dawn or catching a tarpon in the moonlight. Find your next fishing trip made easy
3: On the front, I've got East Texas' finest, Brennan Rhodes. However, he has been down hunting old Mexico. This is one of my best friends of all time. Brennan, what's going on, dude? Oh, not much, man. Not much. I hear you've been out uh, caping deer. Yes, sir. Uh had a friend
7: of mine. He uh, killed a pretty good buck. He's going to get mounted, and he asked me to help him cape it
3: out, so I went and fellowshiped and. golly man you're just a good buddy to have around and you got some good buddies that uh, decided to let you go down to old mexico with them this is mexico for the our northern friends uh and you've been doing a little whitetail hunting down there yes sir yeah man tell me about that what's it like down there it is amazing very game rich environment
7: um probably one of the one of the top one of the top uh hunts that i've ever
3: been on man that's cool and you've been doing a lot of hunting I was with you when yeah. you killed your first elk, and I, I mean, it kind of hurts my heart a little bit for you to tell me that that's one of the top hunts you've ever been on, but I would assume... One of that, the top hunts. Yeah, I would assume <laughs> that's in one of the, the top tiers there. We're, we're sharing it. Yeah, for sure. So, you've it's seen a fair. lot of a lot of deer down there then, huh? Yeah, uh,
7: a fair amount. I mean, you know, talking to those guys, it was, it was slow movement, but... Um, it, to my standard it was it was pretty good,
3: yeah what's going on down there are those deer eating agriculture or are they just living out in the wild or what do they do so
7: uh where we're hunting there is uh absolutely no agriculture it is uh it is just short brush canyons you know the terrain it's got some pretty good terrain to it uh some canyon type stuff um you know i mean it's just it's wild country mm-hmm what state is
3: that in Mexico or probably that's where they call them? Coila. Coila. All right. That's like that salt, hot sauce on the counter at the cafe, isn't it?
2: <laughs> that's it. That's it.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. And so y'all are targeting these deer, uh, at water you feeding or, or what, what's going on down there?
7: Uh, we, we are, we are, uh, there, there are, uh, troughs, um, you know, for the, it is a operating cattle ranch. Yeah. Uh, there, so you know, you can key off. There, there are no, uh, there is no natural pond mm. water or tank water. Uh, it is, uh, it's all uh, solar pumped and fed down to water troughs. I mean, there are um, there are opportunities to hunt on the water, and uh, also, you know, uh, this time of year, you know, there's the corn is effective. Um, but you know, as far as deer movement being slow, it's, uh, they got a lot of rainfall this year mm-hmm. and, uh, for November, it was
3: extremely green. Gotcha. Gotcha. And so whenever you're down there in November right now, is it pre-rut like bachelor groups or are they separated making scrapes and doing the thing or what's going on? So, uh, we did, we did find
7: scrapes. We did find some fresh scrapes and, uh, that we were, that we were, you know, running gun cameras, this, that, and the other, trying to locate different deer that, uh, they seen in velvet. And, um, but as far as right now, you know, pre-rut, I mean, it is, I would say that it's probably on the cuff of becoming pre-rut. Like Mm. it is. You might see you might see uh, a young deer try to try to bump a doe around, but uh, it's really not starting to kick there yet.
3: Got you, got you. So you uh, you actually shot you nice dude down there, man. Congratulations on that. It's pretty cool, and it seemed like y'all had a a real good hunt. Is this kind of like this cusp of the rut? Is that like the good time to be there?
7: Yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, any time to be there is a, is a good time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, I would say I, I've never been there in December. Yeah, I, I do. I do. I, one of these days, hopefully, uh, Lord willing, I'll be able to make a December trip uh-huh. uh, because about mid-December they really are. They really are uh, rutting hard. Well, what do you uh, think they're
3: going to do in here in about the next week or so? You think it's going to be kind of more the same, or what's it going to look like?
7: I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably in the next couple weeks you're probably gonna start. If I had to guess, uh, you know, and I'm still a greenhorn for Mexico hunting. Uh, I've been in January, I've been in November, but I really feel like by the way I've seen some of the younger deer act, I feel like that you're gonna start seeing more activity. You know, moving towards you know checking does and you know what I call cruising. Um, One thing we did notice, um, we did see some. We did see some older deer start gaining some ground as far as territory. Mm. You know, it's a very vast, you know, the ranch that we were hunting is very big. And, uh, you know, summertime, you know, they're they're kind of locked down to their home turf. We were seeing bucks, my, you know, upwards to two miles from where they were, you know, getting
3: pictures of them. God, summertime on their feet—that's cool, man. So, if you look oh, I, forward I, for like the next week, what do you expect the deer movement, the buck movement? Excuse me, to be like on a scale of one to ten. I I would say probably in the next
7: week, uh, you're probably I'd say I'd probably rate it at six. All right. And then as time goes on, of course, I feel like that that's really going
3: to start taking off. Yeah, the roller coaster is starting to tick, right? It's t- 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 yep. getting on up there. Well, that's cool, man. <laughs> appreciate the report. It's from a neat area of the country. I'm glad you got to go down there, man. And Bernie, it was a blessing. Bernie, really, really appreciate you, man. Absolutely. Now, I've got Michael Pitts. The real Pitts, or Pitts as most people just call him. And uh, this dude's a killer. From all over the country, from uh, you can see him on real tree road trips, and right now he is in Georgia. Michael, what's going
2: on, man? Man, it's just another day in paradise, is the way I call it, <laughs> to see it and everything else. So, That's good, man. I'm what, just glad to be here. What's the temperatures running right now in, in your area of Georgia? Temperatures right now, we, we've been kind of on a roller coaster here lately a little bit it got real cold and then it warmed up a little bit to the mid 70s or so it's falling back down the past few days so we're getting a lot better movement uh you know right now the colder weather always helps the visibility as far as daytime and mature bucks go. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, we're dealing with about 65-degree temps right now on the high, and the lows are around 40 to 45 right now. Mm-hmm.
3: Y'all still have leaves on the trees, or is all that cover gone?
2: Yeah, no, we got leaves on the trees still now. It's going pretty quick right now, mm-hmm. but we've still got, you know, a little bit concealment left in the trees. You know, it's not totally naked up there yet. But yeah. uh, it's on its way to be And we're probably at about 50% right now I would say
3: Gotcha, gotcha And so you've been hunting in Georgia quite a bit What are the deer yeah. really doing right now? Are they pre-rut
2: or are they, they starting to get after it? No, they're starting to get after it right now I would say the past couple of weeks Have been a good pre-rut phase To where you see a lot of the younger deer chasing mm-hmm. But your mature deer are not on their feet yet uh, The past few days We've been seeing a lot of mature deer on their feet, which is a good thing and lets you know that the rut is actually kind of starting to happen. It's just not the young ones acting crazy. Mm -hmm. Uh, The temperature has affected it a little bit. I mean, we were well on our way to probably having an early rut, and then we had a temperature spike, which the temperature spikes, I don't think that necessarily stops the rut. I think it stops us from visually seeing it because they go more nocturnal and they're breeding at night and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing but the colder weather lets us allow visibility of it a little bit more Mm because the deer just on their feet and feeding more that sort of thing so the past couple of days have been very good uh we had an encounter with a mature deer yesterday evening that was doing a lot of chasing. Uh, he came in typical, right five minutes after shooting light, so we <laughs> couldn't we couldn't put an air in him. But he was standing thirty yards from me, you know. Yeah. And he, that that's that we were, you know that'll make you almost vomit too, right there. I guarantee there. you, when,
3: it's kind of spooky, when man. That it ain't fun. That's about
2: as, yeah, that's about as bad as a miss sometimes. <laughs> I guarantee but, you for sure, sir. Are you hunting noticed,
3: pinch points right now? Or are you still hunting food sources, or
2: what's it look like? Oh, uh, we've had a bumper acorn crop this mm-hmm. year. There's been more acorns on the ground than I've ever seen, which that's a double-edged sword if you ask me. Mm-hmm. It's good that they've got the food crop on the ground, but it's bad for patterning them because they will sit there and just meander around in an oak bottom with no pattern about them. So, yeah. you know, it kind of makes it tough. We we had been in a drought until this last week, so, you know, it what mildew in the acorns are getting rid of them in any fast fashion and there's so many on the ground mm-hmm. it's just crazy so it, it's kind of been tough hunting the past few weeks just due to the fact of the acorns that are all over the ground yeah. i mean they've got an unlimited food source there and they just love it so they're they're not coming to your bait piles or your green fields or whatever near as much and then mm-hmm. you throw the rut activity in there and there is surely no pattern in them So, basically, it's just getting in a tree and spending some seat time (laughs) and and hoping it happens. As a bow hunter, I do not like the full rut. Mm -hmm. Just because of the simple fact that, you know, you're limited with distance and these deer are just everywhere. Mm -hmm. You almost got to hope a doe runs up under you or whatever. Yep. you know to, to make it happen as a rifle hunter it's a little bit easier because you can reach out there and touch them mm-hmm. but I, I really hate the full rut to be honest with you yeah just because of the fact this there's a lot of unpredictable stuff that goes on so it are makes you it looking a little bit at harder
3: this next week as being that then what do you expect's yeah. going on this next week
2: i i think the next this next week is going to be the full rut 100 percent because i'm starting the past few days i've started to really see the mature bucks get on their feet mm-hmm. as far as visually myself and on camera you're the the bigger deer more mature deer are making themselves more visible right now mm-hmm. so typically i look at the full rut starting You know, when I start seeing these mature deer get on their feet and get out and start showing interest in does, which I have been seeing the past few days. That's good, man. uh, So,
3: if you had to predict over the next week what you kind of expect the buck movement to be be like on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you call it?
2: I, I'm gonna call it a. I, I, I'm gonna call it a solid nine. Ooh,
3: that's high, uh, brother. Let's go.
2: <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you, the big, the big deer are on their feet right mm-hmm. now. And as long as we don't get into that mid seventies temperature, I think it will be good. Uh, and I don't see the mid seventies temperatures coming back in. I think it's going to lay in the sixties. A little bit, and I think deer movement, as far as the rut goes, this next week is going to be what you would consider the full rut.
3: Man, that's exciting uh, I, times, dude. I yeah, appreciate that. It, it is. It's a good time to be in the woods, man. And I hope you get you a big in here
2: this next week or so. You and me both. I hope everybody gets a big <laughs> one. It's it's the it's the greatest thing in the world, and it's the greatest time. Even though it's hard on a bowhunter during the full rut, it's one of my favorite times to be in the woods because it's so exciting. You get to see a lot of action, chasing bigger, mature deer, and that sort of thing. So it's a great time. Guaranteed. You got to put in a lot of sleep time. Bear with it and swing from the fences.
3: <laughs> that's it, man. You can't miss it. Well, Michael, really appreciate the time, dude. Get after him. We're gonna do it. Let me tell you something. Listening to some southern voices talking about some giant bucks gets me pumped, and that's what I need right now because I've been down in the dumps. But guess what? Pumpty, Dumpty. It is. It is. Misplaced. My feelings are misplaced because it is my fault. It is not the November's fault. It's not the deer's fault. They are out there to be had, so I got to go. I got to get them. And if you like to watch people, go get them. Young Meisel, camera, Michael Stoll, (laughs) just had a video go out where he is chasing some bucks and making some moves on buck betting, which I think is because he's from Ohio. We don't really do that in Texas, but Ohio, man... He's all about him some buck bedding. Hey, you know? if you can
4: translate it to what you do, hey, man, wherever right, man. you
3: go, then just do it. You know, that's right. Go check out that it's on the uh, the Element YouTube page.
4: Yeah, uh, you know, we were talking about how mid-November is still a great time to hunt, right? So quit hanging your head and get out there and hunt. Tony Peterson agrees. He wrote an article on Wired to Hunt that says, "Is mid-November the best time to shoot a mature buck?" Question mark. He goes on to explain why it might be in one of the recent articles. Aaron wired to hunt, also YouTube channel, the Meat Eater YouTube channel, the season 12, the whole, the whole thing, the whole thing is coming out on YouTube right now. Oh, so make yeah. sure you're subscribed. And there. even
3: bigger than that, on the Meat Eater YouTube channel, you get to watch me shoot a big Nebraska buck from a hay bale blind. Go oh, check that out. Yeah, for yeah. sure, dude. For sure. People would way rather watch yeah, you than yeah, Steve. Exactly. Sure. Yeah, we're kind of brothers, but I get it. Um, Same shape. Yes, yeah, right. <laughs> 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 yep, yep, for sure. Well, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. This has been Rough Fresh. Keep it fresh.
0: Outdoor Adventure won't wait for engine problems.